1: It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
2: Baltimore in the NLDS starting on Saturday. Swing and a miss. Finally, 21
1: years in the making. the twins advance with a victory in two straight over toronto and they will meet the houston astros
0: in the albs here comes swing and a miss and that's it the arizona diamondbacks advance to the division series as they knock off the brewers paul seawall closes it out and the diamondbacks come into milwaukee and win two straight and now Arizona will move on and take on the Dodgers. Step one of that process has been completed. The Phillies 7-1 win the wild card over the Marlins and now get to face the Braves.
2: lit up in red
0: you can hear this stadium miles away this team isn't built to just get in this team is built to win
2: there you go first round playoffs in the books first call rangers sealing their win with sean mcdonough on the call next one twins michael k on the call diamondbacks bucciambi gets the call and phillies Beating the Marlins, Carl Ravish, and Eduardo Perez. We had it all. Producer Evan doing a great job of tracking those downs. At BB isn't boring. He's running those Twitter, Instagram accounts. The whole works. And, of course, fanduel.com slash boring. Jonathan Papelbon did it. And he might well be making over $100,000. Because if the Phillies win... That's the case. That's the bet that he made. We'll keep tabs on that. But in the meantime, we're keeping tabs on what is going on in MLB, the playoffs. Everybody just swept. Everybody in these best of three series swept. Now, what do you have? You have the Twins at the Houston. You have the Rangers at Baltimore. You have the Phillies at Atlanta. And you have the Diamondbacks at the Dodgers. All great matchups. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun to pick through what went right what went wrong and when we talk about what went right and what went wrong in baseball there's no better person to do that than a guy that routinely has come on the baseballs and boring podcast and he's going to do it throughout the offseason as well the oldest professional athlete in any of the major four sports yes rich hill Big announcement from Rich on today's podcast. Big announcement. I'll let you listen to it to get that about Hit Future. And of course, then we dive into what is right, what is wrong, what is just weird about. The world of baseball, his stay in San Diego. I know a lot of people probably want to find out his perspective of what's going on there, a little bit of chaos. Well, he was right in the middle of whatever happened for the last couple of months, having been traded from the Pirates. And we just we get into everything when it comes to baseball and the postseason and how things are managed. Remember, Rich Hill was the guy that's taken out after seven innings, dominating in 2018 world series we know how that went so he might have some thoughts on the jose breos being taken out after just three all right all right well there you go uh there's a lot to pick through including like i said rich's big announcement only here on baseball isn't boring you can hear it what is the future for rich hill well there you go we're gonna give it to you all right here you go rich hill all right he's back he's back Baseball's and boring Hall of Famer Rich Hill.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, Rob, you get, how you doing? you
0: get a hat. We have hats now. And- yeah, hats. I can't wait. I'm gonna. I can't wait. I'm gonna make my own next time. Next time I come on, you're gonna see uh, scripted uh, my own scripts uh, with a nice sharpie on a on a. I'll do a nice. So I don't know. I mean, you,
2: you right. still you still don't have a baseball's and boring T-shirt.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I think the hats, I, I want to take credit for the hats. I don't take credit for a lot of things, but I think I've suggested to you that you yeah. have. So there's and, uh, there's actually
2: two in existence, Rich. There's, two? Two, That's there's a lot two on your head. Yeah. So the five people at uh the Bleedlos podcast, um, at the Dodgers podcast, and yeah. they uh I was wearing their hat everywhere. And they said, hey, As much as we want you to wear our hat, you really should get your own hat. So they made two of them. Well, they made I one and yeah. when I was out in LA, they gave it to me. And I was so psyched. I've been wearing it ever since. And then <laughs> Joe, of Of course Joe was there. Joe Kelly was there. Yeah. I yeah. said, I want one. So they went back to their house and made another one for him. So there's two it. two in existence. But you are you were the first to say there I- must there must be hats.
0: So need half because the post game, the post game, the post game. I know, I know. I mean, did did you see?
2: So, did you see a smattering of the baseball isn't boring shirts in San Diego?
0: uh, I didn't see. I don't. I I don't recall. Okay. Well, all right. Bogarts had one. If I did, I probably would have. I would have stole it out of somebody's locker, (laughs) and I would have had one. I want even made a better story. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, you're with you're with a driving distance now of uh, of the baseballs and pouring studios, so you can pick one up. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, you know, so you we have the hats, and like you said for the post game. So I'm going to ask you. Let's get this out of the way. Will you need a hat to wear in a
0: post game next year? Yes. Oh, you're coming back. Yeah. 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 What, in what capacity? I am, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I definitely as a baseball uh, player, as, as a, a baseball player, as a baseball, yeah, league, yeah, yeah, baseball yeah, right, player. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Yes. Throwing the baseball and pitching the baseball specifically and, and hopefully doing more pitching than throwing. <laughs> All right. That's big news. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think, oh, you know, the biggest thing is just trying to figure out at uh, what point in the season you know, obviously, talk it over with uh, Caitlin and Bryce, and and find out. You know, uh, he, he, you know, he's he's twelve now, so it's his last year at little league. I, w- I want to watch him play. I've been seeing, I've only seen a handful of games, and you know, he's getting so big and and strong. And you know, we were just hitting in the garage actually before uh, coming on coming on with uh, baseballs and boring. So you know, I'm getting excited for the season already. And we just finished
2: there you go so like so you had made mention I think a year last year you had said i mean, you might do this thing where you drop in and it made a lot of sense to me right because you want to see Bryce yeah. play and you drop yeah. in sort of the middle of the year and that way yeah. you also you could figure out which team is good so you can <laughs> make a run with them <laughs> um, and I'm sure your agent said Rich shut your mouth don't say
0: that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I haven't really, you know, I, I haven't talked to uh, talked to the guys over at Aces yet, but I, you know, I mean, really about the next upcoming season, uh, because I'm sure, as you know, whether it was going to needed, you know, need a hat for next year or or not, uh, I think everybody was wondering that. Is he coming back? Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? But I, I, you know, the way I finished the season strong out of the bullpen and and felt really good. Um, yeah i'm looking forward to possibly putting something together for next year and, and again this is months away so i think there's obviously uh room for uh more discussion and and understanding of uh where everything's going to be but i think when we looked at the trade deadline this this season and and this goes for every season uh pitching is the number one uh need for every team that's um you know in a playoff race and uh, whether that be as in starting and or in the bullpen uh, or what we saw, you know, uh, teams like the Giants do a hybrid role where you would be piggybacking, opening, whatever it might be. Um, you know, that, th- these are all things that are on the table that I would consider doing, uh, you know, and, and it, it, it w- I think it would be a little bit different if, if uh, I wasn't feeling healthy and, you know, and particularly wasn't throwing the ball well out of, you know, at the end of the year. Uh, this year i think it would be different but you know some of the the i guess the analytical numbers and 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 the way the ball was coming out still showed you know uh things are coming out really well so you know it's difficult just to say you know that that would be it um but if it is it is but i'm not i'm not i'm definitely not shutting the door on it well
2: i mean so the first off, the, the thing that jumped out, you said you're ready to go right now. So you're not worn down by the season. You feel ready right. to go. And yeah, so yeah, that's that's the first step. Um, and you're right. I mean, the way that the game has evolved, it's not necessarily, yeah, there are starters who, like there's starters who go five, six, seven innings, but there's more of the guys who do a lot of different things. And right. especially with the three batter rule now, Um yeah, so it's yeah, and
0: I think you know the peripheral numbers coming out of the bullpen this year were you know above average in in strikeouts. Um, ERA was like a two and a half. Uh, what, however, you want to look at it, uh, the ball was coming out really well out of my hand out of the bullpen. Now I'm not pushing the bullpen. I'm just saying that you know that was that was a different kind of uh, snapshot of basically uh, open to uh, being available in different scenarios right so that that just makes yourself more uh i don't know maybe palatable for for certain teams that may not need starters but yes we need somebody in the bullpen who can go two innings three innings um you know and i think that's something that i would definitely be open to um you know and and, and towards the end of the year we were working on uh, a lot of this stuff and it, you know it's not switching subjects but just talking about uh getting into um seam shifting when they're talking oh, about yeah. seams, you how balls are, you know, how you can manipulate a baseball with the, with the, you know, catching up a seam in the air and, and, and having it uh, kind of change direction. I was able to do that with a sweeper, which has been all the craze, uh, throughout, you know, baseball lately. And, um, not really a big surprise because I'm able to spin the ball, but, you know, we, I worked on the sweeper a little bit in Pittsburgh, but then when I got to, uh, San Diego, you know, we started emphasizing it a little bit more and understanding, you know, kind of the hand positioning and, 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 and the release point and, and where to start it and where it finishes. Um, but also in conjunction with that, you know, which makes sense because I could, uh, always spin a baseball, but the change up. So mm-hmm. one thing that I've never really had is a change up and, um, you know, I brought it up with Ben Fritz and Ruben Yebla about, you know, hey, is there a seam shifting changeup? And, you know, they said, yes, there is. And this is how you grip it. Or, you know, and we messed around with the grips. It took a couple of days, but literally learned how to do it the last six days of the season. Really? And I was, yeah. And I was throwing bullpens at the end of the year, um, you know, obviously just staying sharp for whenever i get in there. But I was messing around and throwing that changeup, and it, it was good. <laughs> did you throw it a,
2: did you throw it in a game?
0: No, I I got in uh so the last time that I got in was the last game of the year. Uh I pitched the last two innings. Um and didn't, you know, there was not saying there wasn't room to throw it, but it 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 wasn't, you know, going to be it's not going to overtake my curveball or my breaking ball or my fastball, you know. Right. In I situation. love it. I love like yeah. the,
2: like it's, you know, this is it's the the evolution of baseball, it's the evolution of you. It's like this is I mean, I remember coming out of spring training in two thousand lose track, two thousand twenty two, I think yeah. you started throwing a cutter, right? Started throwing yeah. A, yeah.
0: Right, which you Straight hadn't thrown cutter, you yep. had thrown in years. And yeah. and there you go. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, you never stop. I mean, that's the biggest thing, and I think that's you know one of the reasons why I've been able to continue to pitch is just whether it's sidearm, whether it's whatever uh, you know, changing pitches, grips, uh, just adjusting to the environment and and trying to again, <laughs> you know, you play the game of survival, so it's it's really uh, adjusting to the times and and understanding what you can do and 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 how you can make it better.
2: How is uh? It's always interesting to me going from an organization to another organization, because, and I don't know if you know this, you've been to a lot of organizations. As he said. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're gonna have one of the things, one of the to-do lists this off-season. Remember, we're gonna have the yard sale for the, uh, for oh the, yeah, for the bags
0: that you own for the different oh, teams. Yeah, I got two more this year. So yeah, yeah. How's the Hot San item. Diego gear? You got any good San Diego gear? Oh yeah, yeah. I got yep. Oh yeah. Got a whole bag full downstairs in the garage, so I I, got, I started chipping away going through that. <laughs> so how how was
2: so how was San Diego different? Like how was that different?
0: Uh, as far as I don't uh, know, I, or, no, I mean I, just
2: well, like like you yeah, you maybe the way they do things, you, you you know the things that you learn, the things, the things that things are
0: whatever. Yeah, I think. Well, I think one thing uh, you know from the pitching side is that um, being able to work with, uh, uh Ruben Yabla and Ben Fritz, um, who I think, you know, Ben Fritz is the, the bullpen manager and, and soon enough will be, you know, a uh, pitching coach for a team here in his own right. Um, and, and obviously Ruben, uh, the pitching coach, uh, for the Padres, um, you know, working with both those guys just opened up my mind to, uh, continuing, um, you know, improving mechanically a little bit here and there. Obviously we talked about the pitch grips, uh, the seam shifting um, stuff, and just being able to be, you know, uh, not, not. and I think from my standpoint is that I was open to it and trying to continue to, uh, you know, get better and work at, at certain things. And I think sometimes, you know, what you end up coming across is when you have a player who is older and sometimes, you know, it may be assumed that he's set in his ways and or might not be as open, um, you know, as I was uh, to trying to figure out how to, I guess, you know, improve certain certain pitches and get and get better with, uh, you know, different different types of strategies, I guess, and, and, and improving mechanics as well. So a few there are there are a few things that we did uh, in that last month of September that drastically improved. Um, you know, in my opinion, a lot of the stuff that I was doing uh for most of the year this year and it was a little bit frustrating to figure it out, you know, obviously in September. Right. <laughs> you know, and and uh um but mechanically a lot of things that we we're able to figure out and and be able to con- keep things a lot more consistent towards the plate is and when I mean that for everybody who's listening is just like being able to have this the pitches come out of my hand. Uh, with the same uh, same release point, the same look for the hitter. Mm-hmm. So mm, a lot of times during the year, I was not doing that. My curveball was popping up, um, you know, and 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 the you could tell you could tell the difference between obviously the curveball and the fastball. Um, there wasn't a lot of like the, the cutter didn't have a lot of bite. There was a little bit of drop in my arm, and you know, you could just really see the pitches that were that were. You know, coming to the plate as a hitter, so there wasn't a lot of deception. That's mm-hmm. that's where I would go with that. But I think when you look at the clubhouse in San Diego, you look at a lot of uh, veteran players, right? So you're coming from uh Pittsburgh, yeah, Pittsburgh, where it was. Talk about it, totally different. I mean,
2: you yeah. have the you have like yeah. when I walked into that San Diego clubhouse in spring training, Rich. Yeah, I was like, holy crap. You know, yeah. Machado, yeah. Soto,
0: Bogarts, Tatis. You yeah, know, like, yeah. Well, like, you know, you had Waka, yeah. uh, Snell, um, yeah. you know, Seth, Seth H- Lugo. Hater, you know. Like, Hater, yeah. I
2: mean, it, it, it obviously, like, Pittsburgh's building, and they're going to have stars there ultimately at some point, but totally right. di- totally different scene. And, and you've been, you know, you've switched teams around the deadline before. Like right. I don't know what that this vibe was like. I mean, I know that it didn't work out in August for the Padres, but still right. I don't I don't know like what what the vibe was like for you. Like what was that?
0: Oh, I thought you know, I thought it was um for me it was interesting because I think I think a lot of it speaks to uh you know, your performance, right? So I got there and sucked. <laughs> right. I did not pitch well. And that was that was difficult because um you know, I think the biggest thing is just You know, trying to, uh, again, you lose yourself in the work, no matter how good you do or how bad you do. So uh, the one thing that I continue to do is obviously the work and try to stay on routine of, of, uh, you know, getting ready for the next start. And it killed me because, unfortunately, you know, it just did not go well. Uh, coming from Pittsburgh and I and and I was throwing the ball okay in Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. and then uh, not so good obviously in San Diego and then better in September because of the changes that we had made mechanically and and with some of the other stuff that we were uh, working on but um, you know I I I feel that if I had had an entire season you know with that club I think things would have been uh, different to to you know just to be able to work with uh Ruben and Ben and uh you know try to be able to understand myself a little bit more and and where I was uh mechanically as well as um kind of the ability of of mixing in a few more pitches and and being able to create um some different looks for the hitters so i think you know when you come from a younger a younger club to a te- and, and obviously a team that the expectations uh, in Pittsburgh, you know, we, we knew the club that we had. I thought we had a pretty good club coming out of spring training and we did, I mean, we came out, we won 20, 22 games or whatever it was, uh, in that first month. And, and we were one of the best teams in baseball. And I think to be able to, you know, substantiate that and, 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 and see that through for another five months was, you know, something that with the veteran presence is a little bit more palatable than, you know, uh, with a younger group that isn't as experienced Mm -hmm. and that's not a knock on the group. It's just that you can't, you know, that you can't really substitute that experience for down times where, you know, we went through, oh, I think we had, uh, in that first half, I think we had lost 10 games, three stretches in a row. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to be able to at least minimize, you know, one of those are going to happen during the year, but, Uh, In order to minimize those things, you know, I think with, with uh, maybe, uh, you know, some stoppers in there or some, some guys that, you know, that understand um, kind of how the the season's going to kind of ebb and flow to be able to make those next two 10 game uh, losing streaks a little bit more, you know, uh, you know, six, six and four or something like that. So um, where you're not taking a huge hit. Uh, in those next next couple of stretches. So, uh, but going into San Diego from from you know a smaller market to now. You know, seemingly, I'm not going to call San Diego a big market by any stretch, but well, I think they
2: payroll their payroll well, suggests they're a big market.
0: You know, right? And that that's what I'm going to. That's what I was getting yeah. to is that you know, obviously they've they've turned themselves into a big market um, again with with obviously the players that they signed and the guys that they went out and got, uh, and then you go into a locker room with higher expectation. You know, a, a, a locker room that is you know looking uh, for that world championship um and you know obviously you know we we had a great september um very very uh uh reflective of the beginning of the year with pittsburgh uh where we won you know we won 22 games i think in september with san diego but it was obviously too little too late and um uh, you look back at the season and you see that you're two games back at the wild card and there's a lot of uh you know, self reflection that happens, and especially for myself, uh, that 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 like I said before, I come over, um, you know, wanted to contribute and and uh, pitch meaningful innings, and you know didn't get it done, so that was difficult. Um, but at the end of the day, I think you know, moving forward uh, for that, it's going to be a different team next year in San Diego. That's think for sure.
2: so. Well, I mean, it seems like Melvin and Prowler are going to be back, and yeah, but you know, but I, they they got to turn things over a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think that's what I yeah, exactly. I think that, you know, uh, and I and I don't mean it so much maybe in the lineup, but you know, in the rotation for sure. I think, you know, you're gonna be able to re sign Snell or you're gonna be able to, you know, work a deal out with Lugo Lugo's a free agent, um, Hayter's a free agent. You know, you get a lot of guys in that in that clubhouse, it's gonna be a different a different look. Um and I think and that that kind of is, you know, something that's important because um, you know, the chemistry in the clubhouse was really good in September. Um, yes, winning does have a lot to do with that. But I think with the guys that they brought up, um, you know, and, and being able to get Profar in there, um, you know, um guys like uh you know, Matt Batten and Brett Sullivan, uh some of the younger guys that brought, you know, life into the clubhouse. Not saying that there wasn't life, but that that youthful kind of exuberance that Older players, uh, you know, love to have uh, kind of injected into the clubhouse. Yeah. Well, it's weird
2: because you know everyone was trying to figure out what was wrong with the Padres, right? So, mm-hmm. and and you've been in enough clubhouses to know that. Hey, on you on paper, this can look good, but by the like you said, by the time you get to September, you realize you need something different. And yeah. you just cited some examples. I in, in August, if you had this conversation about the Padres, it'd be look, what a dysfunctional mess. And I don't know if there was anything to definitive, say, hey, this, but the fact that you guys weren't winning and you pay a lot of money for the payroll and there's stars, and why aren't you winning? Um right. but then, but then there's sometimes where whatever you did in September, the things that you mentioned, you tweaked this, you tweak that. Oh, all of a sudden, yeah, you had enough talent. You just need to tweak a few things. I mean,
0: am I wrong about that? No, no, absolutely not. And I think, uh, you know, guys in the locker room would agree with you as well. I think that the the biggest thing is, you know, sometimes you get this, uh, I don't know, I think it's kind of, uh, what do they call it? The World Series hangover. But, you know, the next year where... You have a lot of the same guys from the year before and, and and you're kind of rolling out there just thinking that it's going to happen without, you know, because every year has its own uh, kind of life to it. And knowing that as an individual player and, and understanding that you cannot repeat a year that you had the year before, uh, you have to be able to take it within the day and what you're doing on that day and not think about, you know, what you want to accomplish for the entire year. Yes, it is good to have goals. But it's also unrealistic if those goals are going to be not adjusted during the season. Um, And I think that that might have been part of it. Um, But I also think that, you know, not being there in the beginning part of the year or in spring training, because a lot of stuff in spring training is really so valuable to catapult everything into the season. And I think that now I can go back and speak to what we did in Pittsburgh and how everything went in, in spring training in Pittsburgh and being able to you know, work with younger guys or, um, just being able to, uh, kind of have that camaraderie that is so valuable going into the season that we did have in spring training in Pittsburgh that, that kind of, you know, showed itself in the first, first month of the year. Um, now again, go back to why didn't that continue on and, 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 um, You know, for whatever reason, I think you know we can point to some injuries that happened with O'Neal Cruz. That was a really big one. Uh, Key Brian Hayes went down. G one Bay went down. Um, So again, multiple different ways to uh, skin the cat, I guess if you want to call it. But
2: but you would say that if like the Padres, like every yeah, you got to sign those guys. You got to sign Snell. You got to sign all these guys. You got to figure that out. But if we are talking about the dynamic of like this that that clubhouse the, the the foundation the guys who are signed yeah for a while yeah. it could work like that's like you feel like that could work that could still work yeah
0: i do feel like it could work i think you also need to bring in some guys that you know <laughs> um just, you know just the way the the looseness of the clubhouse in september was uh you know guys were having fun uh, there was, you know, obviously there's there's something to be said for doing things away from the field, um, and 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 just that kind of camaraderie that that goes on, and I think that. You know, that's something where, again, a guy like Joe Musgrove going into the season next year does a great job at doing that and pulling guys together and bringing the team together and having, uh, you know, team functions or at least uh, things that are going on outside of the field so you can have, uh, you know, time together. Nick Martinez, uh, who does a great job who of Also, who has two baseballs and boring shirts. Nick he does? Oh, uh, I'm calling him after this. <laughs> huh. I'm gonna yeah say I you he
2: has what I think he you he definitely he definitely has one, yeah, definitely has yeah, one yeah, I know oh, man. I know, I know it's, yeah, I know it's just right time, right, right place, right time for Nick martinez nice, <laughs> nice guy and a bite you know what? If you see him, you have my approval to take it from him, the fact that he hasn't been wearing it around. So, I'm gonna because we went to
0: breakfast a couple of times and I'm gonna tell them why didn't you have that on? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm yeah. I'm calling him. I'm calling him.
2: Yeah, listen. Uh I the other day I was in the Orioles clubhouse. It was like the day after they clinched, and Brandon Hyde, the manager, who I've yeah. never met, Yeah. I've never given a baseballs and boring shirt on. There he is, walking around with the orange and black baseballs and boring shirt.
0: That's it. It's growing. It's, it's, growing. Growing. it's the word, growing. The word's getting out We're there. You're going to see it. We're hey, talking. you're going to see it in the World Series. You're going to see it in the oh, World Series. Oh,
2: well, and listen. I know if one team makes it, you're going to see it in the World Series. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So we got the, the blue. and I was out in Los Angeles, and the blue and white have been distributed. Also... The uh, where I am right now, Philadelphia, they have a smattering of guys like Strom. Yeah, Schwarber. Uh, Schwarber has a sweatshirt. Like he actually whoa, has. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute.
0: What? What are we talking about here? Yeah. We got fall coming up, right into winter. Me freezing my <laughs> ass off here, and I don't have a sweatshirt. What? <laughs> You're gonna be kidding me.
2: <laughs> let it be said. Let it be done. It's coming. <laughs> I'm driving. I'm driving to. As soon as I get back from wherever I am, I'm driving to your house with a sweatshirt. <laughs> uh, and, uh, it's gonna be as much like the foliage in New England. It, your your house will be have all kinds of colored of baseballs and boring
0: shirts throughout. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll trade you some. Uh, I'll trade you some uh, team bags.
2: Yeah, give me a team bag. I want a team right. bag yeah <laughs> the most random team. well Long Island ducks would probably be the- would you yeah, have one or
0: the uh, yeah I got a Washington uh Washington Nationals bag too you can have oh, I don't <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <That's,
2: wow>. see <laughs> but it's my my existence is paying off you, re-
0: you really need the angels one though I think that really sets off the old grid really oh, that really well,
2: according to a lot of people if if you have angels anything near Boston, then, evidently, Shohei Tani is going to go there because, you know, he's, I don't know if you know this, Rich, he knows the New Balance guy. So clearly he's going to go to Boston because it's going to be easier to get his sneakers. Like, yeah, they don't have uh, to travel.
0: Yeah. No, yeah it's it's gonna...
2: amazing. But you, so I mentioned Strom and I mentioned Phillies. So I went into that clubhouse and Strom told me this on this podcast two days ago. He's like, I've never been to more team dinners. Than yeah. the the Phillies, he said. Schorber likes to eat. I mean, that was part of it. But yeah. uh, uh, um, but they so had never been to more team dinners. And I'm walking into that clubhouse, and we've talked clubhouse talk before. But it is such a such a um, my brief introduction to it. You can see like you have a lot of guys, thirty somethings, maybe secure in their existence, obviously talented but personality and just feeling good about, you know, th- this, this existence. Some yeah. teams, I, I can't say that. I'm not going to name names, but some teams aren't that way. Right. It's sure, more yeah. about, well, spin rate, whatever, you know? Yeah, no,
0: it absolutely is. Yeah. You're absolutely right on that. And, and I think and, that, uh, yeah, yeah. And I saw the Dodgers,
2: oh, I was at the Dodgers. They were that way. The Phillies are yep. that way. Um, yeah. So when you get to this yeah. time of year, it's a big deal, right?
0: No, I, yeah, it's a huge deal. Uh, the camaraderie and that, that, that is one thing that we, uh, you know, experienced in LA when we were there was just, you know, the ability to be able to come together outside of the field and go to somebody else's house or, you know, and it's not even necessarily, it could be, you know, Hamburgers and hot dogs and swim in the pool. And it's great. You know, that's I mean, it's 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 nothing elaborate. It's not it's just guys getting together with their families and whoever wants to come over. And, uh, you know, Nick Martinez, he loves calling it hang time. It's the hang time guys yeah. getting together and, and hanging and just, you know, talking about whatever in September. You're talking about obviously baseball, but, you know, guys obviously have fantasy football going on. So they're talking about football uh whatever it might be it could be politics it could be you know more baseball but um you know putting on a a, a big game or a fight or whatever might be going on M- mma or a boxing match or whatever um you know i can't every year it's amazing to me how underestimated that is it should be like a sixth tool it should be like a sixth tool somebody who can you know gather people together i don't know what you would call it like you know, the magnet, right? Yeah. (laughs) But, and, and, and it's not like, you know, you're not going out and running around with your, your head cut off. You're going, you're, you're, you're getting guys together. So then when you come to the field, you're building more trust and the trust builds camaraderie and the camaraderie builds picking guys up because baseball is failure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So why wouldn't you want guys after you, you know, you're over 25 or you're, Whatever you had a bad game, you have another bad game. You pitch like crap. Somebody's going to come over and be like, "Hey, you're fine. What's going on?" Or whatever. And if you can't have those conversations to be able to get to the next day to build that player up or to pick your teammate up, it's just going to be spin rate and 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 yeah. uh, you know shoulder hip separation. That's, all it is. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. It's all well and
2: good. It's, yeah. It's all well yeah, and good I mean, till till you don't have shoulder hip separation. Um, yeah. But it's but it, it, it this is this is maybe painting it with a broad brush. But it does feel like like you 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 talk to front offices about that now. They'll be like, oh no 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 no, we value that we value that, and I think yeah. they value it just enough to say they value it. And yeah. then to and then yeah. and then as the year goes on. You're carving out maybe, hey, this guy is uh, analytically a little bit better
0: than the guy who is a really good guy in the clubhouse, right? Yeah, so now you're going to bring somebody in that may be like a world beater or whatever uh, physically, and and it it might be a better fit for another team or it might be a better fit for another year. It might not be the fit for that team in that year. Uh, And the removal of a player sometimes is – uh you know the the could really disrupt the clubhouse.
2: Oh, yeah. And
0: and we've seen it. We've seen it over the 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 history of the game and 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 other sports as well. You know, players go down, maybe they don't get removed from the clubhouse but they get injured and you <laughs> lose that player for the season and and uh you know they're, they're not with the team. They go to some place and rehab and you never see them. And I, I don't know. I I just feel that you Know that there should be a budget or there should be something that is invested into uh, the clubhouse for, um, uh, you know, team gatherings, team activities, uh, team building. I don't know, every other, every other organization or whatever it is that out there, you know, if you're with uh, Google or Facebook or uh, Apple or wherever, they do team events. Yeah, I like it though.
2: <laughs> I, you know, I, I, mean, they do, they usually have like pinball machines in their office. Uh, but I like it because it's, it's saying, you know, yeah, guys go out to, like Strom said, they go out for team dinners. But sometimes, guys, nope, there's no one there to organize I like your idea. Have the budget to, hey, in spring yeah. training, one of the things, whether you guys like it or not, every whatever, two weeks, we are going out for a team dinner. Yeah. I don't care what you got going on, and then the guys who don't want to go, they slowly do want to go. They
0: will want to go. Yes, they will that's what happens. Go. And the guys I that like don't it. want to go, and the I guys lo- that don't want to go and are dragging their ass to go, and then you get there and you're like, oh man, hey, this is actually pretty fun. These guys, yeah, I actually like talking to a guy that I don't talk to in the clubhouse or whatever. <laughs> I don't know, I, and, and and it and it and it helps for the next day. So
2: how much you like you? you pay a, a new analytics guy cuz the analytics department grows every year so say you have 30 and you're going to go to 31 what's that guy make i don't know 60 grand all right take the 60 grand keep the same number of analysts Put it through the team dinners boom you're a better team we hey, solved it there the you way. go
0: and hey, and 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 you know what what's what's the what's, the, what's it going to hurt it's it's not going to hurt Right. yeah yeah.
2: Yeah. i mean and and here's the other part about it rich we have spent an enormous amount of time in the last two months on this
1: the angie's list you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.
2: Podcast, dissecting the art of fake paying for checks at dinner. So yeah. you don't have to worry about that, because uh, it's, right? <laughs> yeah. Did I tell That's you right. about that? That's did right. I tell you? Did, have I? This is... This I, is I, I haven't heard. Oh no, we would have so I actually just I just did a podcast with Jake Berger, asked him, yeah. Um, and, uh, and asked Kendall Graven, F Jake Diekman, and it all goes back to a dinner that I had that we had in Chicago with Joe Kelly. Yeah. And so Joe was nice enough to take my wife, you know, Will Fleming, Shamai Webster, yeah. Julie yeah. Williams, another couple of Colemans out with us. And we all knew it was Chicago cuts. You ever been there?
0: Yes. Yes. Right on the river. Yep. Not cheap. No, uh, <laughs> no big, big dining room there.
2: Yeah. We were outside. We were right outside. And so th went over a thousand, went over a grand. We all knew Joe was paying, but the yeah. art of, especially with will fake paying, you know, like the oh show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. oh, and then <laughs> and Joe, Joe did Joe he did does. a Joe did a spot on imitation. He's talking about Jamai at the end of the table. What? What? Wait. What? The bills come. What? Dessert? What? <laughs> so the other day, so I've been asking guys about this because I think it's interesting, especially for baseball players. And usually yeah. the answer is service time, salary, you know, whatever right burger burger was like you do the uh my jeans are too tight and i can't get my wallet out you know that yeah one. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah long
0: pockets long yeah, pockets yeah, yeah
2: yeah but anyway to come back to th- this i mean this we're here to solve problems that solves the problems it's it's coming That's out this. of the designated dinner fund
0: it is it is yeah and 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 i don't want to switch subjects but to or, but to topics but to uh Another problem that I think is going on right now in the postseason, which is very relevant, is the announcers. Nothing against the announcers, but I think it should be the home announcers announcing the games for the teams that are playing in uh, the postseason. No, on, you know, on TV, on TV, on TV, on TV. Yeah, yeah I, it's I not mean, for the national broadcast.
2: That's what you're talking well,
0: about. Yeah, I mean, I. <laughs> I don't know. I, at least in the beginning part, uh, nothing against the guys that are announcing the games right now, but it's very difficult. To, the lack of emotion. There is no emotion. Oh. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And and oh, look, I want to so listen. Good. I, if, I, if I'm watching a Mike, if I'm watching a Yankees game, I want to hear Michael K. right? But he's got how emo- he has more emotion for Yankees games, yes, than he does uh, yeah. with with the national broadcast game. And it's nothing. It's not against him. I mean, look, it's in his contract. He's getting paid. That's great. But I also think that when you're you're you know you you see Minnesota uh clinch a, a wild card and they haven't done it in what how many years? 14 years? I don't know what yeah. it is. But you know it's been a long time. I mean holy moly that is a big you know that's a big yeah. event. You know team. how you solved that? You know how you solve that? <laughs>
2: team dinner? <laughs> team dinner. <laughs> it all goes back to the team dinner. Uh no you know you have a bunch of you know. You listen to the radio. You listen to the radio. Oh, there you go. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's right. Radio, it's just a matter of time, Rich. The radio is going to take over TV. Um, no. Hey, last thing is it's the playoffs. And this is our favorite subject of overmanaging the playoffs. Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know if you saw Toronto. They take Berrios out. I would have to 47 pitches. After,
0: yep, four, four, four and two thirds. Not even not three, even i thought it was...
2: three i think it was like three innings was it? yeah so i was talking to someone today about how you have to manage different in the playoffs but not in that respect so in other words um the the premise was like last well the fiery first game against the marlins they they were trying to hold Bryce Harper right and he ran through the the stuff. Yeah, side. that was great.
0: Oh, yeah, hey, that was yeah, great. Yeah, that it was, was great. great. But Because the, the play was right in front of him, though, too, and he could see, and he's like, ju- he could judge his speed, and hopefully he knew right. what the strength. Uh, and and, and I I
2: thought this was a good point. In the playoffs, more than the regular season, you make them make the plays because you don't, especially at, oh. when you're on the road, right? You yeah. always make them make the plays,
0: more so than the regular season. 100%. 100%. Season. Yeah hundred percent because the team that makes the least mistakes is going to win the whole thing. Right. That's it. And where and do you make the most mistakes is on the road. And it's harder to function.
2: You get in a place like citizens bank park and, oh. and you, yeah, I mean, make them make the plays, but you know, and then you have the, the conversely, you have this, once again, this pitching thing and we're starting to see it already. It's early in the post. We're already starting to see it, Rich. It's driving me nuts.
0: Yeah, I know it. I yeah, look, I, I it drives me nuts too, and I think that it's just, that a situation like that where you know uh, Toronto, you know they're they're obviously uh, a game behind uh, and have to. It's a must win game for them. Um, I I don't know. I it, and and Barrios was throwing the ball really well. He was obviously thrown against his former team, the Twins. I take that into account because I think there's a little bit more you know, uh, FU behind it, and he wanted to beat them
2: mm. really good badly, point. I think. That's a good point, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I think when you see, you see, sir, you gotta, I mean, for me, you gotta paint the what paints the whole picture, it's not just a, uh, you know, just a piece of it, but, you know, I look at that, and I say, wow, this guy, you know, he, he's a dog, he wants to go out there, and he wants to win this game, and he wants to beat his former team, just to give him a nice little, you know, tip of the cap, <laughs>
2: No, that's, it's, that's a, I didn't even think of that. That's a great point. And I feel like it's like, the especially we get this short series, they have these pitchers, like they brought in Kikuchi, right? And like, well, we have them, so we don't want to end this series without using them.
0: Well, okay, it's okay. Well, I, I don't know what he's done this year. I mean, obviously, I know he's been one of the, uh, you know, probably going to win Rookie of the Year, correct? Uh, as Ooh. far as, you know, uh, was it not Kikuchi? I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, you, I'm thinking of the guy with the Mets. My eight, uh, yeah. My, yeah. Uh, no, no, my eight is with no, no. Wins. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Senga. Senga. Senga, go yes. Down. Senga.
2: Senga.
0: Uh, yeah, so – but with Kikuchi, you know, being able to, has he been able to come out of the bullpen uh, during the year? Is this, you know, now you're taking starters and taking them out of the bullpen and, 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 or, you know, putting them in the bullpen to come out of the bullpen, or they used to coming out of the bullpen. It's a whole different scenario. And it's not, it's not just an interchangeable part. You know, as much as everybody wants to think it is like well, he's just pitching, he should be able to do it. He's a professional. he's a big leaguer. And it's like, no, well, it, there's a whole cadence to the to the operation of starting versus relieving. And you have guys that are built for relieving, you know, both a mentally, more importantly, and B physically. And you have starters that are built uh, a mentally and B physically. Um, and I think it's the mental part that comes way before the the physical part. So oh. you know, in order to do that, you don't necessarily just have to use guys because you have guys. And I think um, I don't know. I you know, yeah. it's, it's, but that's
2: how it felt. That's how it felt. I mean, I, I think there, especially when you're down a game, and you, you you don't want to be left hung out to dry for the last one. But let me ask you this: I also have find this facet, Like I always love finding the starters in a postseason, who was like the get-on-my-back guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that Montgomery was that way in the first game. Yeah, Um, well, you're Evo today. I was just going to say, I mean, so, like, if you had to say – I mean, you've seen some of these guys. You were one of them. I mean, you honestly – you don't have to say it. I'll say it. You were one of them. And so, like, you see these guys, and I was guessing – like, I talked to Kyle Snyder – and he really thought Eflin was this guy, and like he he had yep. a rough. Life. It's not fair. It's like one outing, but it didn't work out. But but Montgomery looks to be the guy. But Evaldi, you have some history with him. Yeah. If if his arm's intact, he's the guy you want there, right? Like if oh, you have yeah. if you have of all the guys left. Yeah. I, one, I, I'm gonna game.
0: pick I'm gonna pick two. I'm gonna okay. pick two. All right. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Sunny Gray, and I'm Ooh. gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Nate Evaldi. Those okay. two, those are the two guys I played with. Both of them, I know both of them, and both of them. If they were ever to get into a fight, it would be like it would be to the end. <laughs> so, and and I know that they wouldn't because they're two great guys. But I'm just saying, you know, uh, I, that's what that's what I'm saying. I, I I think if I think if we see Texas and Minnesota match up and those guys match up, it's gonna be a hell of a game. It's gonna be unbelievable. Um, because knowing you know the 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 ups and downs that Nate's been through and the ups and downs that Sonny's been through, and you talked about this a little bit earlier, is just like the culmination of a team coming together where you have guys that are just comfortable and they're 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 settled into their career and they understand what they're all about. You mm-hmm. know, are, those two guys are are that. They are the they are the poster 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 guys for yeah you know, having that conviction.
2: Well, I talked to just a couple hours ago. I talked to Zach Wheeler. And that's what I said. I said, "Hey, listen, I've never because Citizens Bank Park was nutty, right? Collectively oh. nutty, right? And yep. so I like said, Fenway.
0: I, it's like Fenway, it's right. like Fenway, right? Yep. Same thing. Yep.
2: And I've never been on a mound where you have this going around you, this electricity. It's the Ricky Bobby father saying lower the heart rate. You know, it's like it's <laughs> when, when he throws when he throws when he throws the cougar in the car. So, but it's." <laughs> It's like all that. I've never been there. Like I said, you must want to throw like a hundred trillion miles an hour in the first pitch. But a guy like that can function in that situation. Yeah. A guy like Evaldi, a guy like probably yeah. Sonny Gray, even though he hasn't done it a lot, I'll take your word for it. And certainly yeah. his numbers back it up. And you did yeah. it. I mean, you did yeah. it. I mean, when you were pitching, when you're cruising in at
0: Dodger Stadium, it's, I don't know if it's
2: like clear mechanism or,
0: like uh, what- well, I, I will, I will say this and I'll, and, 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 uh, you know, <laughs> and this is going to sound backwards, but the beginning part of the post the division series, uh, and, and, you know, the wild card, and we never, the, you know, going into that, uh, division series, it was, uh, the hardest because you're getting, you know, right into the, the heat of it and, uh, as the playoffs are going on, you know you're getting. It's just like anything. The more you do it, you go in and for. You know, you're 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 a surgeon. You're going in for your first surgery. You're really nervous the first time you do it. You go to the, see that guy five years later, and you know he's whistling, coming in, you know, playing music. Right? Okay. Yeah. So it's it's the same thing, but it happens in a lot more condensed fashion because. We're used to obviously playing on that big stage in front of, uh, you know, uh, packed houses or whatever during the season. But then as the postseason kind of gets this kind of, uh, you know, uh, rhythm to it, uh, it becomes a little bit more, you know, you you, you, again, you start to let the occasion rise to you and you don't have to rise to the occasion, as John Lowe told me, actually. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that quote. I always have to give him credit for telling me that. But um, you know, and, and you prepare yourself mentally so you don't have to like pump yourself up and and think this is the end of the world and if I don't make this pitch, it's 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 again, you know, that 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 uh anticipation and and all of that uh intensity is is already there so you don't have to, you know, manufacture it. And understanding that you don't have to manufacture it means that you, you you are going to have the ball come out of your hand with almost less eff- uh less uh effort.
2: Yeah, and, it's like
0: golfing. It's like don't Yeah, well, don't yeah, swing yeah, too yeah. hard. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I uh, I yeah. But I think that, you know, that's the that's the biggest thing is is what these guys again, uh the experience that they've had throughout their career and and it and it it really does come down to that. Uh, you know, the the guys taking the ball are the ones that you you have to have, you know. Now again, you you're gonna have some some guys pop up here. I think we're gonna it's gonna be interesting with the Dodgers. Um, you know, some of the younger guys that are going to be yeah. uh, pitching, in, they, in they just
2: season. they just have to get to the bullpen. I mean, they have to find the ways. They have to get a couple of starters, get them to the bullpen. It's an interesting, yeah. I, I you know, like I, I'm really interested in this postseason. I'm like, I'm really obviously as we sit here, the Rangers have moved on, and the Twins have moved on. Yeah, um,
0: Arizona.
2: Uh, did they? Yeah, uh, hold on. This is great. This it, was is two, it was two nothing. It was two nothing Brewers. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you know, well, I hope yeah. Arizona does, Um, because I want to see tory like.
0: Tory and, yeah. And hazing and hazing. Hazing, like, yeah, hazing,
2: yeah, yeah. But um, but I just – it's a really, really interesting – and you have some in, young, interesting guys. And you have – like I said, I walked in that Phillies club house. It was like – and uh, Scott Lauber uh, told me this. He's like – yeah, there is a lot of similarities to the 2013 Red Sox, which we both co- covered. You know, all those thirty somethings with beards. So it's yeah. Uh, yeah. So
0: anyway, very interesting. That's cool that they have those. Uh, you know, obviously connections and yeah. and you know that that I've I have, I have heard a lot of great things. I've I've been able to talk to Kyle Schwarber a couple of times, but you know, you talk about guys that that bring clubhouses together, and and from everything that I've heard, he is that guy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, there's a million other things I, I want to talk to you about, but we'll save it for another time.
1: All right. So. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.